0: Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll.
1: Congratulations. You did what I always thought you could do. You won. Cobra Kai is back where it belongs. Back on top. Everyone closed the book on us. They thought we were done. But now they see. That the real story's only just begun.
0: Welcome back to Mission Driven with AC Cristales. For this week's episode, I and my friend Jose, we're breaking down Cobra Kai season two, and we're gonna start with episode one. If you guys haven't listened to the past few mission driven podcast episodes, they've been all about Cobra Kai, but not just about Cobra Kai, also some lessons and wisdom and insight. That will bring value and motivation and inspiration to your life So I hope you're checking them out But anyways, let's just go ahead and get into Cobra Kai Season 2, Episode 1 The title is called Mercy Part 2 Mercy Part 2 So, Jose, man, before I read the synopsis, man I'm kind of just breaking breaking tradition, man I didn't even ask you how you're doing How's it going? It's
2: going good, man, you know Just here, We're chilling on a Friday night Chilling on a Friday with, uh, night the- Seeing what the weekend has to hold. (laughs) For
0: sure, man. Hey, well, I appreciate you, you know, giving me a little bit of your time on Friday night, especially with the weather being so beautiful right now in Dallas, Texas, man. It's like, what, 70 (laughs) degrees? It's very beautiful. Right, yeah. Appreciate that, man. We're going to go ahead and knock these next two episodes out. So let me go ahead and start with reading the synopsis of Mercy Part 2. So in the aftermath of Cobra Kai's win at the Under-18 All-Valley Karate Championship, Johnny questions his dojo's philosophy and deals with a figure from his past. Daniel searches for the right way to respond to Cobra Kai's dominance. So off the bat, Monty, start us off, man. Start us off with one of your favorite scenes from this episode.
2: Well, I'm gonna have to start with the, the opening scene. It just picks up right where uh, Season 1 ended. Um, you, it reveals a little bit more, obviously, than the cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh, that Season 1 left. Um, you see Marty Cove, crease, you know, give this monologue about, but he's pretty much praising Johnny about winning the tournament yeah. and how Cobra Kai's back and the story's just begun. Those are just some of the quotes he, he mentioned, Yeah. but, um, he appears to be a little sincere, you know, kind of like, um, what's the word I want to use? Uh, kind of like Johnny did a good job and, you know, he, he always knew that Johnny was capable of this. Yeah. But then part of me seems like he's taking credit for it. Okay. I don't know if you caught that or not.
0: All right. Tell me, tell me why says, you think that
2: he says you trained him well, just like I trained you, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and then right there, that kind of just angers Johnny. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, they proceed to kind of have a little fight there.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, which, they get down. Which they throw you. down, dude. Yeah, good. yeah. They do throw down. They don't hold back, you know, little teacher versus student fight scene. Yeah. And, um, towards the end of it, Johnny has him in a chokehold. Yeah. And you see the flashback as he sees his reflection through the broken glass. Yeah,
0: for sure. And it takes us back to part two, right?
2: Correct. The very uh, beginning of part two where crease pretty much has him in a chokehold. Yeah. And, um, so you see this moment where Johnny just like, you know, Hey, I'm no different than crease. Yeah. You know, so he just kind of lets up.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> and then sure. of
2: course yeah. and then of course you see Crease sweep him and kind of give him an elbow or something like.
0: Yeah, that. yeah, and so that was pretty cool. Just uh, the way it was filmed, the way it was edited. I like the the broken glass. So yeah. kind of uh, resembles right because crease's knuckles when he broke the glass, right? Right. So that was pretty mm-hmm. cool, man. But uh, yeah, dude. Right off the bat, you know, I'm glad that it started with that because again, it left us with a cliffhanger. You know, uh, Crease coming back, Crease, you know, saying that, you know, the story's just begun. You know, they thought they closed the book on us. And then, uh, <laughs> but I, I like what Johnny said, man. Johnny, you know, before they started talking, he's like, I thought you were dead. You ain't the only one, kid. So, uh, and then, you know, Johnny's just, uh, off the bat, man, you know, he has, uh, you know, he's he's mad, he's pissed off. You know, he doesn't, he's not happy to see Crease, obviously, because, you know, he feels like Crease, you know, messed up his life and stuff. And so, uh, did you catch this though? Him. Yeah, try to kill him. Try to kill him. And but did you catch this where where Crease was like, You still got that hot temper, but I like that. And man, that like that, and that connects you, yes, yeah, to yeah, <laughs> to uh what oh, was that, Miyagi? He's like, You're you're a pushy little old man. Pushy right?
2: little man <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was cool. And man. then he says
2: nobody touches the prima donna till the tournament.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So yeah, dude, off the bat, pretty good. But um, you know. Right there, man. Um, you know, when Crease said, Hey, you're showing mercy to an old man, very honorable and stupid. And Crease knocks Johnny down. So, right there, Johnny has to see that Crease is still a snake, man, you know, in his own way, because, like you said, he's telling Johnny, Hey, you know, I knew you could do it, but it's because I trained you, like you said. And then at the end, you know, as at the end of the scene, right, where Johnny shows mercy he's saying you shouldn't have done that that's stupid so in a way it's like hey crease crease is still the snake man so what else did you still trying what else, to teach him yeah still trying to teach him so what else did you get from that
2: well no just you know how how crease is still um you still can't beat out the old habits out of him if that makes sense you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he's still in war mode in a way he um you know, he's always on the attack. Yeah. You know, he's always, he really lives the mantra. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Yeah. So um, he he appears to come off as genuine and sincere. But, you know, I, I it's all kind of not genuine or yeah. not true in a yeah. way. It's BS,
0: sense. man. You know, smoke and mirrors, <laughs> smoke and mirrors, as they say, you know, BS. <laughs> that's, man, yeah, so.
2: that's a better expression. You're yeah, right.
0: for sure, man. So uh, and then after that, well, what else do you like? Like after that scene, yeah. So you know, we talked about that scene. It's a great scene, great opening scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and then obviously it goes into uh, Daniel, right? Because again, you know, you're you're comparing right. both, both. You know, Daniel and Johnny. Obviously, those are the two main characters besides Miguel, right? And so right. then you see, you know, uh, Daniel bringing back the the old school, right? So he's painting the fence and you know uh, fixing the fence, sanding the floor, the bonsais, and all that. Again, you know, all an homage to Miyagi and his influence that he had and even when they were painting, you know, he didn't say it, but up I was thinking down. about up, down, right? Up,
2: up down, down, up,
0: down. So yeah, man. And then did you get this too? When, uh, when Robbie's, you know, grabbing his shoulder, it's the same thing as Daniel. Remember when he's as like, Mr. Daniel God, yeah. I need my shoulder. So my what uh what else did you get from that?
2: Did you see the part where he's like, remember to breathe in? breathe out Ah, right yeah you know right circle left to circle that's just a little connection i made that scene yeah yeah for sure yeah that scene is definitely nostalgic you know brings it all back you know the miyagi's house and the cars you see the yellow car again yeah and they clean it up and pretty much all kind of what daniel went through in the original you know they do the same similar chores and you even see i don't know if you caught the little scene where daniel hammers the nail oh yeah yeah he did in part two yeah for sure like that
0: yeah, yeah that was cool but, man. Uh, but yeah
2: that was that was mainly nostalgia you know yeah yeah, yeah a, a
0: good a good you know just to kind of open up and just see because when we left off season one daniel you know talked about okay he's not gonna let cobra kai take over so obviously he had to get his dojo running and you know his dojo is is an homage to miyagi so it's a good little setup you know and then um we see that sam she's still torn up about miguel right and Right. You know, it's crazy what cool. Daniel calls him, you know, Cobra Kai's top bully. And my, I'm like, come on, dude, like Miguel. He never gave Miguel a shot. You know what I'm saying? He, he never gave even him met his, him yet. Exactly. And he's just, you know, just because he's associated with, you know, Johnny Lawrence, he thinks he's he's a bully. So I kind of just thought about that. I'm like, dude, never even gave Miguel a shot, man. And so uh, exactly. So we're seeing that. Right. We're seeing, you know, Daniel's going to open up his his dojo. Right. And so already season two is, is setting up in our minds, right? In our minds is setting up Cobra Kai versus Miyagi Do. So take us, uh, to other favorite scenes that you got from this episode.
2: The next one I, I jotted down was, uh, when Carmen comes over to Johnny's apartment, brings the cake,
0: the leches, the tres leches, yeah. tres
2: leches cake. Mm-hmm. And they have a little sit down, you know, in yeah. Johnny's little, uh, kitchen area. And, One of the things I noticed is she tells him, you know, when, you know, she tells a little bit of the backstory, how when Miguel first, her and Miguel first moved, um, Miguel, you know, was having a hard time kind of adapting to his new surroundings. And then later, a few months later, you see an arena full of people cheering him on as he's winning the tournament. Um, but she brings up a concern, which, you know, it's a legitimate concern in my opinion, you know, and how she saw the look on his face. Yeah the aggression yeah. part and she tried to play it off like, Oh, it's just this game face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just this game face, but you know, I, you know, it's one of those scenes where I think she has a right to kind of have that concern because, you know, she's known Miguel all of her life. That's her, well, obviously that's her son, he's man.
0: Yeah. That's, her, that's son. her son. So yeah. she
2: knows him very well and she sees this other side of him that, you know, Hey, that's a little alarming in yeah, a way. Yeah. So, but I like what Johnny says that you know Johnny said that uh, you know I won't let him stray away. Yeah, he you won't know? let He's him go astray.
0: Kid. Yeah, for sure. Johnny knows, astray, so. and I think you know Johnny knows that Miguel is a good kid because look, man, you know from what we saw in Johnny right in Karate Kid Part One, he was you know he was bringing it to Daniel. You know he was you know pushing him, and uh, obviously at the beach where he where he uh, beat him up at the <laughs> beach, and and yeah. then you know after after the Halloween thing or after the Halloween dance dance, excuse me, so. You know, Johnny, yeah, we've seen him be the bully, man, um, but we haven't seen Miguel be that bully, man. Miguel's always no, been this, you know, this, uh, I don't want to say wholesome, but, you know, yeah, man, he's been just a just cool, reserved reserved, yeah, there we go, reserved kid, keeps himself, yeah, he was being picked on, but even as he got tougher, you never see him, like, become this Cocky dude, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to Johnny. Johnny was the cocky guy, right? And so I think Johnny sees that he's like, look, I'm not gonna let him go that way. I'm not gonna let him become what I became, you know. That's the exactly. way I'm thinking it, you know? And so, and obviously, yeah, you know, Miguel's mom, Carmen, had reservations, but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, again, we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast episode. That's just it's just Latina moms for you, man. You know, I know exactly. my mom would always tell me like, "Yo, te conozco." You know, I know you. Exactly. She's like, "I had you in my belly for nine months." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so she was like, "I know when something's bothering you, man." So uh, I'm sure your your mom, you know, probably says similar things to you, right?
2: Exactly. Anytime you know, I what's the word? Try to talk my way out of things. Yeah. You know, like I like I didn't. Uh, like i get in trouble but i try to play it off like it wasn't Like no 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 yeah <laughs> You're yeah, Exactly. or i
0: know something's wrong with you okay, i mean exactly. they can pick up sometimes you don't even have to say anything man and yeah dude it's just man the power of moms man so, so for yeah. sure dude that was a great scene man um yeah again i think this is you know again you know obviously it's at the beginning so it's all just setting up stuff you know and obviously we know how the story ends with that right with so Mm -hmm. so carmen having reservations about miguel we know how that ends but anyways man final
2: product yeah yeah. the
0: final product of season two so uh but yeah man you know then uh again like i i know i mentioned this before you know on the you know past podcast episodes but again i love the the sam miguel relationship man so i don't know if that's That's just because i'm a you know, romantic, I guess, man. But anyway, so, uh, when Sam was crying over Miguel, you know, while she looks at the old pictures, so she's going scrolling through Instagram
2: Instagram. and
0: then she blocks them, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She blocks them, which is what you do when you're trying to be done with someone, man. You block them. You don't want them to see you. You don't want to see them. So yeah, man. And then they take us to Applebee's. So talk about Applebee's. I know they had some funny scenes, some funny thing, dialogue there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So that, you know, Cobra Kai, the students like Hawk, Aisha, and uh, Miguel, they're all celebrating because they won the tournament. And um, Aisha's going live, right, Mm -hmm. on her her Instagram. And um, (laughs) I I can't remember exactly what she said, but, um, oh, that uh, the waitress wasn't feeling Hawk's fake ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and hawk is like hey my parents follow you exactly so yeah so they're all cracking you know teenagers being teenagers having fun and but you see miguel off to the side though he's still you know thinking about sam missing her
0: going through his going through his instagram trying to to see if he can find her and stuff you know hey i know how that is man (laughs) (laughs) and And actually
2: you know what i i jumped ahead a little bit there was a little scene between eli and dimitri you know yeah how um, Hawk kind of tells Dimitri, "Hey, you have nothing to do with the victory." Yeah, you know, and um, and, he, and Dimitri says, "Well, consider it a belated celebration for our uh, coding, coding competition." Coding competition, yeah. and then he starts doing this little chime or chant, saying, yeah. uh, "Eli and Dimitri, binary brothers," <laughs> he, and the girls laugh. Yeah, you know, yeah. the girls laugh, yeah. and uh, which is Moon and Aisha. Yeah, but uh, and then Hawk quickly gets aggressive hey leave the nerd stuff out you know for sure so but um you know that's you can still see that uh going back to miguel but and what the scene you just mentioned you can still see that they both still have feelings for each other yeah for sure you know
1: yeah
2: and uh but they're allowing johnny and daniel's rivalry to come between them yeah so, el that's, Serpiente,
0: that's something, el serpiente man.
2: right. Yeah, <laughs> Hawk cracks the joke. He's like, you know, when somebody, uh, what is it? When somebody punches, you throw a counter punch. Yeah, he
0: said, What happens and when they, you get blocked? You counter punch,
2: you counter punch. Yeah. yeah, and that he was the champ and he can get any girl in the valley now, you know.
0: Yeah, so yeah, well, so, you yeah, know, that's, a, that's 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 you know, um, let's go back to a little bit about Sam and Miguel, man. You know, I think one of the reasons why you know they both feel that that way is because um you know you meet somebody man and you have a connection with them which they did you know and then they have that awesome first date man and that's hey you know that that date at at golf and stuff and so things like that man memorable there you go bro I mean you always remember people who leave some sort of impact in your life right so some sort of memory in your life so that's kind of hey you can't forget about her and you know, she can't forget about him. So but anyways, man, he can't even enjoy it. So, you know, we talked a little bit about this on the last episode as well. Right. They're both winners, man. You know, and now Johnny's having to deal with Crease, And now, you know, Miguel's having to deal with Sam not being in his life. So you see the aftermath of all these things that are going on. So within that, though, it takes us to the old school diner, you know, Crease, Right. Because Creese called <laughs> Johnny while Johnny was talking to Carmen and he wanted to talk to Johnny. So they get to the old school diner playing that, you know, I like that, you know, 50s music, man. And Crease and man, Crease being a little bit inappropriate, right? You know, flirting with the waitress, red hot, just like him, you, yeah. cup of sanka. So tell us <laughs> a little bit more about that scene, man.
2: So about that scene. Um, well, number one, I I don't know how John Kreese decided to give us some kind of nature lesson on which, <laughs> hey,
0: you he know He just what? became I a science ed- teacher at that point, bro. <laughs> right, exactly.
2: I, never, I didn't even know what cremation was until mm-hmm. uh, we watched the scene. Mm-hmm. But um, he basically says, or he explains it, you yeah. know, uh, the snake buries himself in, in a hole but doesn't go to sleep like warm-blooded animals do when they hibernate. Yeah. And he stays awake all winter for the right time to emerge. And that moment is now. Yeah. And then he he brings up uh I guess a semi uh agreeable point about our society, how it's changed, and yeah. you know, how kids, you know, get rewarded just for showing up, like they're coddled.
0: Yeah, the kids today are <laughs> coddled, get trophies yeah. just for showing up. Just
2: showing up. <laughs> and he's like, it's somebody's it's time for somebody to step in and Stop the butt kissing. Yeah, stop <laughs> the ass kissing, man. Yeah, stop the yeah. ass kissing
0: and start the what? And start the
2: butt, the ass kicking. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's my and, question, though, dude. I want to, before we get, you know, further along, man. Here's my question, dude, all right? And we haven't we haven't discussed this, but let's do it. How the hell did Kreese know Cobra Kai was back? How did he know? That is, come that's on. That's a good question. Was he on Facebook? Yeah. Was he on Instagram? No, because I haven't seen him on the phone. Has he been stalking Johnny all along? Like, How did he know, dude? Uh... He, I don't know if he
2: read it on the newspaper or something. Nah, because I mean, he came
0: that night. He came that night after they won. Right? I, I'm imagining it was right, that night. Yes. So how, yes, how did Creese did know? That's one of those questions that will never be answered man but maybe maybe i don't know maybe you know further along obviously we're going through like we're getting very deep into this man (laughs) but i was just like yo he's talking about he knew cobra kai was back and all this stuff and the world needs cobra kai right that's why we're here the world needs cobra kai but i'm like dude how the hell did you know cobra kai was back so uh but that was cool little speech like you said man our society has gone weak kids today are coddled man they get trophies just for showing up so uh, that was pretty good, man. But tell us what Johnny says to him, man, because Johnny's not hearing it.
2: Right. Yeah. Johnny's reluctant because Crease kind of wants to help. It seems like he he's trying to convince Johnny, hey, I can help, you know. But Johnny's a little bit reluctant.
1: Yeah.
2: He, he's he, like he knows Crease. He knows what he's all about. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, at one point, Creese made a point that the world needs Cobra Kai. Yeah. And Johnny reiterates you're right. The world may need coca but we don't need you. Yeah, I mean, yeah and We don't need Priest. Sure. So, yeah, I like that scene. Too. I like
0: what he said. That's a nice little speech. And then he's like, check this out, though. You know, he's like, you ruined my life. And I was like, all right, Johnny, you know, that's where you still need some growth, man. Because at some point, man. So let's get into the first lesson, man. At some point, you got to start taking responsibility for your life, man. You can't always blame it on people. And yeah, what Kreese did. You know, trying to kill him was a bad thing, man, no doubt. Right. You know, but at some point it's up to you to move on from that. And so when Johnny said that you ruined my life, I was just like, "Come on, Johnny, you know, that still shows where he has a lot of growth to do, man." And and I think sometimes it's easy still for a prisoner us to still a prisoner of the past. And it's easy for us to blame others. I think that's sometimes the easiest thing, bro. You know, I think even in my easy. life and I'm not and I hope it doesn't come across that I'm some perfect dude that doesn't you know, play that blame game. But yeah, man, for sure. Sometimes that's the easy thing to do. Like, I feel bad because this person did this to me or my day is ruined because this person did this to me, you know, and at some point, like, nah, dude, like the is on us. So let me just share a quick nugget. I know we're talking about Cobra Kai, but again, mission driven. We're talking about insight and motivation and empowerment, man. And so, dude, check this out, man. I read this book that said that it's, um we can't say that it's people that make us, you know, have a bad day. Because we choose, like, nobody makes us do anything. We choose that. And I know I've, I've probably shared this before on Post and on other podcasts, but it's so powerful to me because it's true, dude, like, you know, people's actions can be hard, can be you know, hurtful and, and damaging, but at the end of the day, we still have the option to choose how that's going to affect us. I'm not gonna say that it's mm-hmm. not gonna hurt us, but at the end of the day, like, look, it hurt us, but then we move forward. And so that's what I'm saying, man. With with Johnny saying that you ruined my life it was like, all right, Johnny. At some point, dude, yo, you gotta let that go, bro. You know, you gotta let that go, and you know, don't even give him a chance. But here, here's Johnny conflicted, right? He's like, all right, I don't want to give Crease a chance, but I, but I still give him a chance. And so, uh, and he even said this, bro. Johnny even said this. He's like, man, I, you know, you're trying to find my weakness. He's like, but I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a kid anymore. And there's only one sensei in Cobra Kai. Cobra Me, Kai. you know. So uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, it's a good scene. You know, good scene for that because it just shows Crease trying to get back into into Johnny's good graces. But Johnny's being very resistant. So uh, then we see the drum, bro. Chosen. That Karate Kid Part 2 drum. So uh, (laughs) what do you get from that, man? So we see then it it, it goes to uh, Daniel and Robbie. And so tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, from that scene, one of the things that stands out is what Robbie said. Um, to Daniel um, after he's going through and showing him like Miyagi's Medal of Honor and the rules of Miyagi-Do, you know, rule number one, karate yeah. for defense only.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but one of the things that Robbie says is when my dad finds out what we're going to do, he's going to freak out. And yeah. that kind of lights a little light in Daniel's head yeah. because he realizes, okay, I don't, need to compete with cobra kai necessarily yeah. yeah you know and that's not what miyagi would have wanted i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah you know, because miyagi even
0: for the role dude the role is karate's for defense only defense and, only and rule number two is like remember rule number one rule so. number one exactly <laughs> it's really all about rule number one
2: <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what daniel says yeah but yeah that's you know that's where i kind of see the uh, like i said the uh what is it, the light libel- bulb Daniel and Daniel yeah. just realizes, mm, that's not what Miyagi would have wanted. That's not what Miyagi Do is about. Yeah. So he doesn't really say it, but he thinks it, and so that's what captured my eye on that scene.
0: For sure, for sure. So uh next scene that I like, man, I like the when they go to their first training after they, after they won the tournament. So they see the fresh fish. They see the dude wearing the Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania <laughs> shirt So they're, <laughs> yes. they're they're rolling with the with the wrestling T-shirts and stuff, man. And so. uh yeah man you know johnny's obviously pissed right you know the the glass is broken and they're wondering what the hell happened and so he tells those new recruits to get out but come back tomorrow bring your checkbooks right and so uh (laughs) yeah and then it's another great scene man another great scene between you know the cobra kai kids Mm -hmm. and and johnny right because uh hawk thinks he's he's celebrating after a great victory but he wasn't celebrating celebrating what and my students are a exactly. bunch of wussies, so yeah, Diaz <laughs> Hawk up front and he breaks down some great stuff, man. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, he 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 goes up on this monologue and he says he makes a point. Yeah, he makes a point. You know, two cobras in the jungle. Would you rather do he has Aisha actually? Yeah. You know, two cobras in no, the jungle, two animals, you, right?
0: Is it an animals?
2: Maybe it is animals. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, in the jungle, and it says, Would you want to defeat a lion or a crippled monkey?
0: The strongest and lion or a crippled monkey, yeah.
2: Like the strongest lion or a crippled monkey. And of course, um, Aisha says you want to beat the strongest lion. Yeah. And so Johnny makes the point. He's like, you attack your enemy at their strongest, yeah. Yeah. not at their weakest. And um let's see, what else do I have? Oh, yeah, what he says is Cobra Kai is, is about being badass. And the baddest badass is when he beats his opponent at his strongest. And I agree with Johnny, defeating the stronger opponent, man. And then I apply it to life, not being afraid to take the more difficult path.
0: Ah, that's good, bro. I like that. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah sure. man. I like that. Because <laughs> it's easy to take on the the easy road, right? It's easily to do what everybody else does and yeah, bro. That's good, dude. I didn't even I didn't even get that. And so <laughs> let's think about it in, in two terms, right? So uh, think about it. Whenever you, you wanted to play, you know, football or basketball with somebody, you always wanted to cover the weaker person, right? <laughs> Who you thought was weak, you know? <laughs> like, I got him. <laughs> I got yeah. him and it's some short little dude or whatever. And so, yeah, but the, that doesn't really show you what you're about. You really know what you're about when you go against somebody who's just as tough as you or stronger than you, man, you know? And so, man, I love that you said that. The same thing in life, bro. It's easy to to do and the follow the, the status quo, what everybody else does. But but man, it takes, it takes some courage to go out there and, and, and do something that's never been done, man, you know, or do something that's never been done in your family. Right. So think about people who won't go to college because nobody in their family's ever gone, but finally they get the courage to go to college, man. So yeah, dude, I like that you said that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah, that was definitely one of the scenes that stood out just for that reason, you know? Yeah. Uh, kind of bring their students back down to earth a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no more cheating,
0: know? no more fighting no more dirty.
2: Cheat. White belts, baby. Start, <laughs> starting back over, man. Yeah, heck yeah. So Keeping fifty push-ups, and...
0: baby, on your knuckles. <laughs> on your knuckles, <laughs> which is a connection
2: to the to the original Karate Kid. Yeah, he said that for sure. And uh, I actually like the scene right after that, you know, and just for a little few things here, yeah. you know, because after they leave the dojo, after training is over, you know, Sam's waiting in the parking lot, and she asks Aisha. And you know uh, the task that Johnny had for them to do
1: because
2: because Sam wanted to hang out. He yeah. said, "Hey, let's hang out. Let's go for a hike, the beach club, or something like that." Yeah. And Aisha said, "Well, we got to go to Hawk's house to watch Over the Top." Over
0: the top, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
2: it's, it's one of my favorite movies, man. From back in the eighties. Heck yeah, good, mine good father too. son hey, movie, One of the
0: man. one of the top five Stallone movies, man. The I would agree. Yeah. You, yeah. If you if you take top. out
2: Rocky. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you know, you got to count the Rockies as, as one as one movie. You right. Know what I'm saying or they're in the Rambles as one movie. But then standalone movies I like over the top, man. So, yeah, dude. Uh, but I know you're not going to pass over the the scene with Miguel and Johnny, dude, because that's that's a powerful scene, dude. You know, talking about, hey, why are you? Why are you getting mad at us for winning the tournament? Why are you punishing us? You that know, you like,
2: basically had no, no objections against anybody else. But yeah, Robbie Keane.
0: And so, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that was pretty, that was pretty good because, you know, uh, Johnny was like, look, maybe I'm still learning too. Because Miguel was like, look, you taught us no mercy. You taught us to win at all costs. And I like Johnny being vulnerable, man. He's like, look, man, maybe I'm still learning too. And, and dude, check this out, man. You know, um, I think that's, that's important, man. As parents, as teachers, as leaders to, to sometimes say, you know, sometimes I don't know everything, man. I'm learning as I go too, man. And so uh, so I like Johnny saying that. Look, maybe I'm still learning too. And so, look, I wasn't taught the difference between mercy difference and between honor, mercy and honor. I pay the price for it. If I'm hard on you, it's only because you have the potential to be better than I ever was, dude. That's a speech that that's, every every parent should give their kid, man. You know what I'm saying? If absolutely. I'm hard on you, dude, it's just because I want you to be better than I was. You know what I'm saying? And so, exactly. but you know it, what she would always tell me? What's up?
2: she would always tell me. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. No, no, but you're good. You're good. She would always tell me. She was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what she would always tell me yeah, man yeah. so she <laughs> was tough she
0: was tough on you because she you know she you knew what was best for you and at that point what she felt was best for you and look man you, you've you come out good bro you got a you know you got a good family man so yeah dude you know parents you know they want us they're hard on us because they want us to be better than they ever was so I love that man
1: Since I can I talk to you about something What do you want? What was that up there? Punishing us for winning the tournament? I'm teaching you a lesson. Yeah, but what about no mercy? You taught us to win at all costs. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm still learning a bit too. I just don't understand you had no problem with us attacking anyone else. Why take pity on Robbie Keane? And thought the difference between mercy and honor, and I paid the price for it. If I'm extra hard on you, it's only because you have the potential to be better than I ever was. You want that, don't you? that's yes, it. All right. Let's stop Like I
0: said, games. I wrote that. Yeah, man, that's everything. You know, if I'm tough on yeah. my daughter, it's because I want you to be better than not what I was. You know, as a teacher, dude, if I'm tough on kids, it's because I want them to be better than I was, than I am, you know, obviously, right now, dude. and and um check this out dude you know i'll be real and transparent as well like dude i would i know i had a mom that was tough on me man but at at one point in my life dude you know i wish i would have had a dad that was tough on me too you know what i'm saying but that's neither here nor there man that's just me being real and so if you think about it miguel doesn't have a dad we've talked about this johnny didn't really have a dad sid wasn't really a good role model for him so johnny's trying to be that 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 role model and that dad figure for miguel so I love that he said that. He cares man. So, about
1: him, man. Yeah, so that's for sure. how You know,
0: yeah, he does care Definitely about him, dude. Cares. He does care about him. He could have shut him up, you know. Hey, we've seen Johnny be a, a jerk and an asshole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have, dude. Right. And at that right, point, yeah. you know, he cares about Miguel and he wants Miguel to to be better than what he was. So much respect for that. So here's my question, though, bro. Here's my question because I was like, I like the last question I asked you on the last podcast. So here's my question: what is <laughs> what is the difference between to you between mercy and honor?
2: Honor is, I I would have to connect it to integrity. Like honor okay. is where you, your last, like great coach Herman Edwards says, your parents gave you a last name yeah, and you wanted to make it stand for something positive. So you honor, when you, when you do positive stuff, you, you honor your last name and your parents. So okay. that's what, that's what I take on. Yeah, honor. yeah for sure. It's, yeah. As far as mercy, I it has to go to, I connect it to compassion. Yeah. And you know, just being merciful, you know, you don't, you got to be strong, you got to be tough, but you don't have to kill, I guess, if you could say that. So that's how I differentiate. That's how I tell the difference between the two, or what I would say between those two.
0: So if you think about it, no mercy, right? You know, that's that's the lesson. No mercy is like, okay, having no love, having like just winning at what doing whatever it takes, but honor, I like what you said. Honor is like, look, you know, I'm still going to represent this in a good light. So, yeah, let's just say that we're still going to represent this in a good way. Yeah, we're badass. (laughs) Yeah, we know Mm -hmm. how to kick ass. Yeah, you know, but we're still going to represent this in a good way. So I think about it in terms of think about athletes, man. Right. Because athletes, man, whether they want it or not, they're role models. And so, you know, they go on the court and they're killers, man. You know, killers on the court, not outside the court. (laughs) You know, what I'm right. But killers on the basketball court, Jordan, Kobe. You know, it, it pains me to say this, but even LeBron, right? I mean, they they excel mm-hmm. on the court. And so they're showing no mercy on the court. But the difference is they're still representing, you know, honorable, honorably, excuse me, off the court. You know what I'm saying? They can't be out there committing crimes They can't be out there doing stuff that that goes against what they're doing. You see what I'm saying? So I kind of think yeah. of it like that, man. Like, yeah, when you're doing your, your job or your profession or fighting karate whatever yeah you show showing them mercy but then man if you have at the end of the day you know you still got to do it in a way that's respectable and honorable so right yeah, and man, you're not
2: always going to be at war or fight
0: exactly but... which is which is what crease wants right crease <laughs> <laughs> wants that wants, war yeah. bro so <laughs> anyways but yeah dude i'm sorry dude. you know i just wanted to ask man because again dude it's it's good just no, to reflect a on stuff like that yeah for sure right you know neither yeah. nor no wrong answer you know what i'm saying it's just kind of just two two brothers, man. Just just talking about that. So, and then after that, dude, we see Raymond, and Raymond's gonna have a you know a different name later on in the <laughs> season. But man, tell us about Raymond at the at the Home Depot, Lowe's, you know, hardware store.
2: Yeah. So like, uh, uh, Johnny was at the hardware store looking for a new mirror, and uh, he seeks assistance from this guy named Raymond. And right away, uh, Raymond sees the shirt he's wearing a Metallica shirt. Yeah. and he's like metallica and then one of the quotes that i wrote down was the 80s were the best era ever (laughs) yeah yeah for sure (laughs) and then johnny's like rock on and then he proceeds to tell him about caddyshack the movie (laughs) yeah
0: he's doing the whole gopher thing
2: the gopher yeah he tries to imitate the gopher in that movie and um uh johnny's like oh I don't know, man. I was partying with babes back then. (laughs)
0: That's right, baby. Johnny was partying with babes back then, man. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, dude. So then, and and then it's, it's, it's good, right? There's a reason for that scene, right? Because Daniel sees, I mean, excuse me, Johnny sees Robbie with Daniel, man. And obviously jealousy is the first, the first sentiment, right? The first feeling that he feels, man. And so, uh, uh, but yeah, Raymond, good old Raymond has, has to add some comedy to it, right? LaRusso Auto, chopping prices. And then he says, hey, is this your kid? You look just like him. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Didn't go very well with Johnny. Exactly. But but Daniel gives him a little, you know, gives Robbie a little alone time. He's like, hey, I'll go to the register and pay. Yeah. Gives Johnny and Robbie an opportunity to talk. And, you know, uh, Johnny asks him about his shoulder. You know, like, hey, how's the shoulder? And Robbie says it's getting better. Yeah. But Robbie still holds a little bit of resentment because he believes that Johnny told Miguel to, to fight dirty against him. Yeah. And here is a good scene because you see Johnny kind of make an attempt to make things right, and he's like, go. "Hey, yeah, you know, kind of trying to make peace." Yeah. You know, and attempts to he tells Robbie, you know, I didn't tell Miguel to fight dirty, and um, you know he. Well, number one, Robbie didn't see the fact that he's actually even concerned for him. Like, yeah. Hey, by his shoulder. Yeah. And Johnny says that he didn't want any bad blood to be between them, and um, uh, then Robbie fires back. Or, well, no, before that, you know. So Johnny tells him, "Hey, so you got to torture me by uh,
0: training with that tr- prick, yeah,
2: prick, yeah, and what she's talking about, Daniel?" And yeah. then, you know, Robbie. Gives us a line that you know it's it kind of crosses the line in my it's a
0: low blow bro that's what i put it's a low blow i know exactly what you're talking about say that line
2: robbie says you know don't talk about mr larusso he's a much better man than you will ever be yeah yeah
0: it's a low blow right there brother
2: i want to hear from your son
0: no heck no man heck <laughs> no for nah. nah, nah. real
2: dude and i mean aside from the intro from a new character you know robbie still hasn't really found balance man yeah you know briefly talked about that in at the end of season one yeah where or where daniel was trying to give him advice about finding balance and he still hasn't learned that
0: yeah for sure bro. Still
2: that, that blood you know and like i said personally you know you should never say that about your father i mean yeah i get i get the past and the history but yeah that's you know, something you don't
0: say and you know you you know you kind of you kind of let it slide because he's a he's a 16 year old kid you know and yeah. the kids you know how how much do they really know? And keep that in mind, because we're going to I'm going to talk about that here in a, in a few minutes, man. But yeah, you know, he goes out after that, after he talks to Johnny, leaves Johnny hanging pretty much, because like you said, Johnny was trying to make things right. Johnny said he didn't want there to be bad blood between them. But um, I think Johnny just doesn't know how to communicate, bro. You know, I think that's what it boils down to. And because what Robbie got from it was like, you know, he tells Daniel because Daniel asked him, how did it go? He just says, well, he cares more about his robbery. With you than he does about me so I don't think Johnny was very clear You know and yeah obviously when he said Hey you're going to torture me by trading with that prick Could he have said something different perhaps You know what I'm saying so just miscommunication Right there bro and so you know Again sometimes people um, Have the wrong Idea and it's simply Because the right idea Wasn't communicated you know what I'm saying So sometimes if you could just fix your communication Man things will be better you know and I think That's, that's a lesson for all of us man is just sometimes, man, you just have to find a way to just communicate, be honest, you know, even, even if it's hard, you know, it's what they call critical conversations, man, you know, be honest, man, be honest, truthful and real. And, and And when you do that and follow through, yeah. And when you do that, you know, everything should be good. You know what I'm saying? Because you're being honest and transparent and real, man. So yeah, dude. And so then we see Sam practicing karate and I like this scene, man, because he knows something's wrong with, with Sam and, um, And then he just breaks down and and tells her about his first girlfriend, man. So once you say something about that and then uh, and then I'll add my two cents, man.
2: Yeah, well, he's he's still kind of concerned about, you know, uh, Sam's situation with Miguel. Yeah, he can tell Daniel can tell it's affecting Sam, which is a good sign. You know, from a father, you definitely want to seek out those those types of situations in in your children, especially your daughter. You know, you have a daughter. I have a daughter. Yeah. So um, he he kind of talks to her about his first girlfriend Judy. How wow she was, this you know great girl, beautiful, mm-hmm. and of course, you know uh, his mom Lucille moved them from New Jersey to California. He yeah. met Allie mm-hmm. and he thought she was the one. Yeah. She was the girl, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's trying to make
2: a pattern and a point. Yeah. So, um, no, I like the scene because uh, you know it's a good father daughter moment. Yeah. And I like the quote that Daniel said. There we go. There we go. I know
0: you're gonna say it because I'm hyped. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> Daniel tells her, "You think the world revolves around one person, but then you meet somebody, someone new, which is that's some true, true stuff, brother. That's
0: true. some true yeah. stuff, brother.
1: <laughs> Beautiful eyes, amazing smile. I thought it would last forever. I did." What happened? Grandma moved us out of New Jersey, came to California. I met a new girl, Allie. This time, I was sure she was the one. I mean, Judy was great, but this, this was true love. So what happened
2: with
1: Allie? That's a story for another time. And then there's a story after that one and that one. <laughs> my point is, Sam, you think the world revolves around one person, but then you meet someone new.
2: No, no, there are I know it's hard. So many <laughs> uh, people in this world.
0: Yeah, man. And, you know, check this out, dude. Here's my question. How do you how do you really know true love at 16? You know, so Daniel's like, I thought I loved Judy, you know, and then I thought I loved Allie, you know, and so man, how do you really know love, true love, at sixteen? And so yeah, that was a great line, dude. You think the world revolves revolves around one person, and it doesn't, man. Life goes on, bro. You know, you, you 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 love somebody, and that's not to discount relationships and and marriages, because yeah, bro, there's there's one person that you choose. I think it comes down to you choose to be with somebody, you choose to be faithful to that person, and you choose to make things work. Yeah, man. You know, you think the world revolves around one person, man. And but you know, things happen, dude. And you know, you you drift away sometimes. And so that was good. I like that. I like that yeah. scene, man. So, yeah, man. What else, dude?
2: The next scene I have is I'm gonna have to go with uh, when Johnny's fixing the mirror at the dojo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he flashes back to when he was a young young kid, and Kreese, um kind of being a little hard on him. Yeah, you know, for sure. He him a blue belt, I think. Yeah. And um, he's, he makes Johnny cry, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and Johnny's more, it seems like he's more concerned with what happened with his stepdad, Sid. Yeah. But Crease uh, is just being hard, and i hard on him, and he's like, don't let those tears affect, or the way I talk shouldn't affect you. And
0: yeah.
2: those tears come out, you become a loser. And I don't and teach don't losers. Losers. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's some pretty strong stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, he's got a point, but he's pretty powerful stuff. And but you know what? It just gives a little, um, little backstory or little, yeah, insight onto how Crease's action molded Johnny's personality and his mindset. You, yeah. you kind of see how. Why he was the way he was in the original, you know? Yeah, just for sure. Stuff like that that he's, you know, flooded his mind with.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And he's a winner, you know. That's what he said. Right. What are you? You're a winner. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things though, where where you don't deal with certain things, man. You just keep them bottled up, and eventually, hey, they come to light, bro. That's just sometimes how it is, I man. You got to deal with the real stuff, and and so Johnny again, Johnny's got Johnny's conflicted, man, because you know, on one hand, you know, he has these issues that he wanted to deal with. And then he has a sensei who said, Hey man, just, just bottle all that up. And so sometimes that's just not the healthy thing to do, man. So I like the next scene, man. It's it's just pretty simple, man. You know, um, Daniel's excited about opening Miyagi-Do and he says, you know, Cobra Kai's not the enemy. You know, there are no enemies, man. They're, you know, they're just like you and me, you know, he's telling Robbie this, they're just like you and me. They've just been They just been taught the wrong way. And exactly what I was just telling you, man, we all go through issues. We all go through stuff. And so it's all it's how you handle it, bro. You know, it's how you you teach your kids to handle it. You know, there's some kids, man, whose parents will tell them, hey, somebody pisses you off. You start fighting them. Well, come on, man. That's not the right thing to do. I know you're not telling your son or your daughter to do that. You know, it takes, you know, hey, you got to be the bigger person. You know, now if somebody puts hands on you, it's a different story. But you don't just want to fight. You know what I'm saying? So I like I like Daniel, man. We're we're all the same, dude. There are no enemies. You know, we you know, people have just been taught the wrong way, man. And so he said the the goal of Miyagi-Do karate is not to fight back. It's to show people a different way in a better way. Right. And so with that, man, as I was watching this episode, I was like, all right, here we go. Again, I think, you know, this episode, uh, you know, uh, episode one of season two is just a setup, man, just a setup for everything else. And so you have Daniel who thinks Miyagi-Do is the better way. And then you also have Johnny who thinks Cobra Kai is the better way. So we're seeing, you know, all the just the seeds being planted for for that to eventually come where it's going to be Miyagi-Do versus Cobra Kai. And so the last scene, man, Crease, Crease, you know, coming back to the dojo, fixing the trophy telling johnny he couldn't stand to see him lose right and here's yeah. my thing man why can't johnny see that crease is just lying dude crease is manipulating and he's manipulating because of what he's telling them man so let the people know what crease is saying i mean it's some good stuff there man but man it's kind of kind of being a, a little snake man
2: yeah he's got mixed intentions definitely yeah for sure I mean, he, kind of, again, from the start, he came out as like genuine, trying to help, yeah. trying to say, hey, you know, we need Cobra, this world needs Cobra Kai and all that stuff. You kind of also get the sense that he kind of suffers from, because he, he, he said something like, if once you've seen what I've seen, you know, yeah. and help it. So it's kind of makes it sound like he's got PTSD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but without revealing too much, not everything is what it seems, you yeah. know, done. Yeah. At first, Johnny went with his gut and kind of didn't want to let him in.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, but then he starts spinning, like you said, manipulating and yeah. spinning the story in a certain direction, with, especially with the trophy, you know. Yeah. Johnny called empathy for that, man. Yeah. Fixed it all back up, and he gave that little speech. He's like, that. this may say second place, but you were always the better fighter.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, he plays on Johnny's weakness.
2: He does. Which is Johnny's exactly-
0: weakness is he's never had... A, a dad in his life that was there, increase man. I'm the guy who always rooted for you. Oh yeah, you know, like you said right now, dude. Yeah, I may say second place, but you were always a better fighter. I mean, dude, that's everything you want to hear, man. And if you've never heard that, you're gonna automatically feel good when somebody else tells you that. But again, it's the manipulation piece of it, man. You know, and increase. got what do you want to do? We see that little smile there at the end. You know at mm. the end of this episode because johnny's calls him back and uh, again we don't know what he says because the the, the episode just ends but crease you know has that little sly lick on his face man so again after watching it we as the viewers know okay he's just manipulating he's setting johnny up poor johnny still still hasn't learned man and so yeah dude that was it for uh for what is it mercy part two man so yeah dude good little setup you know good little setup uh uh, episode, man. So, like, yeah, man. It
2: kicks off the season. Kicks man. off
0: the season, and and yeah, man. Yeah. Going to goes to the you next know, episode, it. man. So, but what else do you have from from this episode, man?
2: In a way, like one of the things I caught from this episode is, I think I saw an attempt from Johnny to try to remove Kreese's fingerprint from Cobra Kai. Yeah, I, I saw that, and uh, from Daniel's side, he had like I said, at one point realizes, hey, Miyagi Do isn't about destroying another dojo. Yeah. Miyagi Do is just for defense only. And in a way you kind of see it, okay, it's gonna go in a different path. There may actually be some peacetime
1: here. Yeah.
2: You know, but again, it's just a kickoff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for
0: sure. For sure. It's just a kickoff, (laughs) man. So all right, man. So um in terms of 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 who who won, you know, who, who were the top top five characters top five you know yeah characters man from from this episode you know again we we established Miguel and Johnny we want to keep that for season two
2: well actually I, I figured since it's season it's the beginning of season two I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the main ones man okay, okay. especially because you know we got uh, eight more episodes. Yeah, <laughs> nine sure. episodes yeah nine more episodes so, yeah uh-huh. opportunities I gotta go with Johnny like I said trying to remove Chris's fingerprint from Cobra Kai um daniel starting to change you know not uh being combative or going back to his old ways and of course crease being crease yeah you know you see his manipulation you see you know basically you see the bad side i mean you see him try to play the game yeah (laughs) sure and and
0: playing johnny dude you know playing johnny right there i mean he really is playing johnny dude and so uh well let's give it up man i'm gonna put raymond in there dude you know raymond raymond, raymond adds that comedy relief man you know raymond was good he dude. Does. He does bring he's definitely
2: gonna play a bigger part
0: he's definitely yeah. gonna play a bigger part and he has the comedy relief there so yeah let's give it up for raymond in the four spot who are we doing for number five five
2: is miguel man I'm okay yeah yeah,
0: yeah okay. simply for the fact that he um yeah, and I guess, you know, we could talk about this, man. You know, Miguel, I mean, he kinda gets lost in this season and we'll we'll see that as as we keep talking about the rest of the episodes. But he's the heart and soul of this of this of this show, dude. I mean, he really is, you know, and so even when, you know, Johnny, you know, gets mad at them, you know, he wants to know why, you know, because he he just wants to you know, hey, man, I'm doing what you taught me to do. So why are you getting pissed off when I'm doing what you when you taught me to do? So got to give it up to Miguel. So heck, yeah, man, we got to keep Miguel there, man. You know, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right, man. So any other lessons from this episode?
2: Uh, the main ones that stood out, just, you know, what Daniel said, you know, the when you think the world revolves around one person and about uh, taking the more difficult path. Yeah, what sure. was going those are the two that I got from this movie sure. or from the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely, man. And, uh, and, I'll just say me, you know, like I said, the one, uh, uh, yeah, man, don't, um, don't be a prisoner to your past, man. You know, take up, you can take responsibility for your life. You know, it's on you at some point, man, once you stop ceasing to be a kid and a teenager, it's on you, man. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Once you stop, living with your parents or whatever enter the real world as they say man it's it's about you man you can't you can't be blaming your past you can't be blaming your you know your dad or your mom not being in your life man at some point you got to start taking responsibility for your own actions so man again just breaking down some wisdom and insight from Cobra Kai that was we were talking about season two episode one Mercy Part Two.